For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? I'm back home, back with a stable internet connection. It's, it's nice. It's nice to be back in, in you know, in front of my computer and, and have everything around me as opposed to uh, trying to uh, be a sexy maxi clone yesterday from a hotel room. Uh, it's not my favorite to fucking try to do a podcast from from, from outside my comfort zone, but. We got through it, and, and now I'm looking forward to dissecting all the things that I got wrong yesterday. <laughs> What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, I'm back home, too. I'm in my truck. I spend more hours in my truck than I do in my own domicile. So a uh, little complaint, though. We're still in the middle of October. I had to go to Milwaukee this morning. Fucking flurries. It's too goddamn early for this shit, people too early i heard of the upper peninsula of the state that shall not be named was supposed to get something like 20 inches where's global warming somebody <laughs> promised me global warming what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's a little snowy up here too man <laughs> oh man well let's uh let's dive into it max you said you wanted to do kind of a i don't know if i, I don't want to say dissection maybe autopsy is the right word <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going to keep it to, to, to uh, what I typically do on these uh, Monday mornings. I'm going to do my week six touchdown. Point number one, man, the birds are for real, guys. Jeez. Uh, I'm stunned. I'm just absolutely stunned at how well the fucking birds played yesterday. The Falcons beat the fucking 49ers 28 to 14. Unfucking Ooh. believable. Oh, my God. See, the Seahawks. The Seahawks beat the Cardinals 19 to 9. Fucking A, the birds are great. Um. Of course, you listen, some other birds lost. I mean, I mentioned the Cardinals lost. The Ravens lost, too. Uh, it's kind of confusing with all these birds around here. I mean, there's about a half a dozen team in the league. Uh, maybe just, you know, don't refer to your team as the birds. So refer them as the actual name of it or, you know, name them after a cat or something. Uh, not many of those in the league, right? Um, point number two, except for the Bengals, Panthers, and Jaguars, who all played yesterday. Um <laughs> Maybe cat theme isn't the best either. Uh, Two-thirds of those cat teams lost. The only winning cat team yesterday was the Bengals, and they had to fucking come from behind, uh, get that win. Kind of a nail-biter. Cincinnati 
does improve to three and three with their 30 to 26 win over the Saints. Jamar Chase, finally. Finally, we, we say Jamar Chase is back after this one. 132 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, if, if, if that's if that's what him and Burrow are back to doing, then yeah, the team's back. Um, other two cat teams lost, though. The Jags can go fuck themselves, really. The Jags coughed up another fucking winnable game to the miserable Colts. It's going to give the Colts hope, too, and that's that. That's that's not something that they should have. Uh, Panthers, they came out strong with the post-coach bump, right? They Yikes. led the Rams. They led the Rams at the half. And then went scoreless in the second half, lost by two touchdowns. Hmm. Point number three, are the New York teams for real? Now, sorry, Panther, if I stole some of your thunder here, I know you're the one that's going to ask questions in your next segment, but I'm genuinely pondering this. I'm not the only one either. I got a text message for, from a couple of my buddies like, are these teams for real? Uh, Giants beat the fucking Ravens. I mentioned that. Uh, fucking birds lost. Giants beat the Ravens. Jets once again, a dominating win, this time over the Packers in Lambeau. For the Giants, listen, we've been saying it for a while. Their head coaching has been a huge fucking difference for them this year. But that only gets you so far. So it's how are the Giants winning? Well, their running attack is great. Great rushing attack this year. Uh, better defense. Much better defense than they had last year. And I think that seems to be making somewhat of a difference. But you uh, can't take away from their head coaching. Amazing stuff. For the Jets, solid fucking defense. They they made Aaron Rodgers miserable yesterday. Absolutely fucking miserable. If there was a... If there was a quarterback an older quarterback that should have been fucking tearing his offensive line apart yesterday is Rodgers that's who should have been doing it Giants five and one Jets four and two and and listen I still have a hard time believing that they can sustain this but at some point we might just have to admit that uh, they're pretty good fucking teams point number four Brady left his family for this fucking mess seriously it does not it did not look like he was having a good time yesterday the bucks lost to the fucking steelers and sorry let me correct myself the bucks lost to mitch trubisky and the fucking steelers <laughs> after being humiliated by the bills last week pittsburgh bounced back at a 20 to 18 win over tampa uh brady just did not have a great day and it's, he blamed his offensive line and as i mentioned he, he he got hit twice and he got sacked twice joe burrow is fucking crying for you tom Wah. Uh, Bucks are real danger, you know, right now of of losing the AFC South to the Falcons and Marcus Mariota. Because did I mention that the birds won? Point number five. We didn't need a coin flip for this one. Uh, Panther, you're not going to be complaining about how Josh Allen didn't get the ball in overtime this time because, well, he didn't need it. Uh, Bills went into Arrowhead, lifted their legs, pissed on the field, asserted dominance over the AFC. That's it. The AFC is done. All hail the Bills for now. Because, yeah, they, they got the win on the road. But I, I have a feeling that these two teams are going to be uh, matching up uh, later on in this year. Just just a, just, just a hunch. Uh, point number six. The Eagles won. Extra point. 500 and above club. Right now, 19 teams are 500 or above through six weeks. Uh, of course, the Lions and the Raiders had bye weeks. They are one in four right now. And, and those are two sub-500 teams that we imagined, well, I imagine would be better uh, playing this year. The uh, the other surprise, and, and I kind of uh, dissected the uh, Cliff Kingsbury era of, uh, on the podcast yesterday on Max Bet NFL, is the Cardinals. They're sub-500. Uh, now, now, the Cardinals do have some help coming back next week, so maybe they can improve. Which could mean an absolute fucking mess. Just a mess of parody for the playoffs this year. At some point, you gotta believe that the truly bad team should start losing. But uh, I was half joking. But right now, the 3-3 and Falcons could win the fucking Mm. NFC South. 
And that is Max's week six touchdown. All right, Panther, you had some questions you wanted to bounce off people. Uh, we'll follow last week's kind of table and, and repeat this week. Some questions for us to ponder, and hopefully we have a few minutes to discuss. Number one, quarterback controversies. Let's start in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett looked the part in the first half before he suffered his concussion. Mitch Trubisky come in and had, I don't even think it's arguable, his best half of football that he's had all season. Going 9 for 12 with a touchdown. I don't know that the quarterback question in Pittsburgh is settled. Moving on to number two, Cooper Rush finally needed to win a game and came up miserably short, throwing for three interceptions. Dak Prescott is supposed to come back this week. Is there a controversy or is Cooper Rush just done and goes back to holding a clipboard? And number three, Bailey Zappi. Holy shit, this guy looks really good. 309 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, protects the ball. Uh, he's leading this team with a good rushing attack. But uh, listen, is there a Mac Jones quarterback controversy up there in Boston? Looking at those three, so interested to get your guys' take on that. Question number two. Last week it was a question, now it's kind of a statement. I believe there should be some serious concern in Green Bay. But Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 45 times and only managed 218 yards. But Green Bay has holes in the defense as the Jets. They didn't even score from the red zone. Their scoring from the red zone was field goals. Their touchdowns were 20, 20, and 34 yards, all rushing plays. There's holes in that Green Bay defense, and there are some serious problems with that Green Bay offense. I know you guys have kind of thought they will come correct. I'm not sold. This Packers team's got... Whoa, 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 whoa. Who? who, who, who? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to pause you there. Who? Who? Who's going to come correct? Uh, who said something about Green Bay? Oh, I didn't say anything positive about Green Bay. He never Don has. Never said, never, <laughs> don't, don't let <laughs> me in there, Panther. He don't, say, don't he don't say He don't say anything, anything good about Green Bay. City, people, or teams. Uh, and last but not least, and Max did touch on it. Is it time to take these New York teams seriously? After beating so-called Super Bowl contenders Green Bay and Baltimore, the Jets and Giants currently sit tied for second place in their respective conferences, currently holding the number one wildcard position. Uh, I think, you know, I ranked, I did rank the Giants last week in our DGEN's rank, but now i got to ask you guys, are the Giants and the Jets, are these teams for real? Is this sustainable? Uh, and those are Panthers' questions to ponder this week. Max, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I still don't know about the Giants and Jets. I really, I mean, I last week on the DGen rank, uh, I had them both as cusp top ten teams, uh, just how the league is and how they're playing. I like the Jets a little bit more than the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my gut feeling. Is I that I think that Jets defense is near elite, and I don't mean that in a joking Mets manner. I, I think I think it's <laughs> like it's it's almost a elite defense. Robert Sale has got them fucking playing hard. Both of them are well-coached teams, and uh, it really, you limit the mistakes out there, and both those quarterbacks, if they're not fumbling and they're not throwing interceptions, they've got a chance to fucking compete in this league right now. So, uh, I mean, if they continue to play the way that they're playing, um, I think the Jets have a little bit more sustainable success than the Giants, because the Giants have had to come from behind, they've had to get some luck on their side they've had mm-hmm. to uh win some games that they probably you know 
yeah, the team, uh, the team, lo- the other team lost the games as opposed to the Giants winning that. So if you're looking at over the course of the season, I do consider them both good teams, quote unquote, right now. I like the Jets a little bit better than the Giants. I agree with you. I think the Jets seem like a better team on paper, but goddamn, the Giants don't quit. They got no quit in them. They keep coming and keep coming and the, they believe in, in <laughs> the, the Giants team believe in themselves and they believe in their coach and what they're trying to do. It's unbelievable. Five and one. Good job. I don't know. I don't know as we get down the stretch of the season to the to the to the end. I don't know how the Giants are going to fare. I feel like they're going to fade out. I feel like it's good, but not good enough to really hang with the big boys. The Jets, man, they look scary sometimes. They look really scary. I agree with your momentum, right? And they're picking up momentum the last two weeks, beating the shit out of the Dolphins. That was the biggest blowout in in years. And now they come out strong and, and dominate the Packers in Green Bay. Fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a really interesting point. Um, what was your other question? Oh, uh, Green Bay. I don't know what to think of them. Um, they look like they're imploding. You know, we asked in the preseason, who's Rogers going to throw to? And it turns out they still don't know. There's still no great receiver that Rogers is going to depend on. So I, I, I don't know what to make of the Packers right now. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> goddamn, they have Chicago nipping on their heels. The fucking Bears. This is unbelievable. And and the Bears probably should have won last week. I'm just saying. I know. Just saying. The Bears. The Bears should be there. Uh, quarterback controversies. Listen, I I think um, uh, I think I think the New England one is probably the 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 hottest one to mm-hmm. talk about right now. Uh, Bill's got no loyalty to to Mac Jones Ooh. necessarily. I'm just saying he's he doesn't fucking care. If if Zappy is doing the things he wants the quarterback to be doing on the field, that's the guy he's going to stick with. Uh, they'll trade Mac Jones. Uh, Bill does not fucking care. Right. Ask Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, absolutely. If if and, and I'm sure a team would trade for fucking Mac Jones at this point, right? I you know I think the difference between again Zappy and and Mac Jones is Zappy's got confidence. Mac Jones has got arrogance, and Bill can't put up with arrogance. He likes a confident guy, a guy that knows his abilities and go out there and fucking do what he's told. But like during the preseason, even the spots last year, Mac Jones pulled some of that Alabama fucking bullshit, you know, where he's I'm going to go out there and, and, you know, do the fucking gritty or some stupid fucking thing. And and I have not seen Belichick's eyes roll more than when a fucking uh, rookie uh, covered a punt uh, return and, and tried to hand him the ball like happened yesterday because that was fucking funny. So I think that's a big quarterback controversy. Dak, Dak's getting his job back. Oh, uh, and and that's, that yeah. there was no fucking doubt there. Uh, Cooper is um, he admirable, admirable mm-hmm. fucking job. And 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 listen, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you caught that. My point number six was just the Eagles won, and that was it. I didn't really talk much about the game because I don't I don't need to. There's plenty of fucking Eagles fans around here that can that spout off about how fucking great the Eagles are, and uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'll counter with it once again. You know. Good job getting turnovers. Like, really? Uh, I hope that's sustainable because <laughs> I, I, I can count three games this year that the Eagles won by just dominating the turnover battle. And it's not a statistic that I love to really count on as a team because shit happens. I mean, it, it just shit fucking happens and the ball gets turned over. I, I get it. You know, what, the one good interception, that fucking great interception by, uh, yesterday uh, from Philadelphia. Um, uh, a great one. But I mean, Turnovers don't automatically happen, so they they lucked out um, yesterday. I feel and and Cooper Rush, yeah, he didn't have a great game, but Dallas was in it. Dallas was in it even towards the end. So 
I, th- I don't think any quarterback controversy there. And who's the other quarterback controversy? You're talking about Trubisky, right? And, and, and I mean, Pickett and Trubisky. Yeah. Who? It's I, honestly, it's 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 two pieces of shit. Really. It doesn't which, matter. Which, which, it doesn't you know, matter. It really doesn't fucking matter who's out there right now. So to me, like whoever's somewhat healthy, whoever's not throwing interceptions that day, gets the fucking gets the ball. <laughs> that that's it for for me in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think so. There's no there's no real difference between Trubisky and Pickett at the moment. Pickett probably has a bigger upside, so I would lean more towards starting him. Probably. I, I think that's probably the case is that there really isn't a difference there on the Jets and Giants. I actually think the Giants, if they keep doing what they're doing, it is sustainable. They're not making a ton of mistakes. They've got that heart and drive like Max mentioned. And let's be honest. The NFC, we already didn't think it was that great in the first place. Now with the Rams not being all that great, Tampa Bay looking incredibly mortal, uh, San Francisco getting ran all over by the Falcons. I mean, it's the Eagles and everybody else. Why not the Giants? I I think their chances of making the playoffs are actually really good in the NFC. And same with the Jets. I mean, nobody's running away with anything outside of Buffalo. I don't believe the Jets have played Buffalo yet. So I'm kind of excited to watch that game happen. But I do think there's some sustainability here for both those teams. Yeah. I have one. I have one. Yeah. Last, I'm sorry. I got one no. last point on the Eagles, and and I think I'm just I'm getting frustrated with Kyle about the Eagles because here he says the Eagles are the greatest fucking team, but every single time they play a team, he he says they're shit. So I don't know if to take the Eagles seriously or not. Yesterday's go, the uh, you know Dallas is shit. Their defense is shit. They're gonna lose by three fucking touchdowns. Well, I, yeah, I mean they won by what nine, right? I mean it was good, good win, Eagles. Uh, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins sucks on Monday Night Football. Well, yeah, he beat the shit out of Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Jackson Jacksonville's overrated. They fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, okay, you beat them too. Like, do do I take the Eagles seriously? Because every single opponent apparently is absolute shit. That the you know. Uh, and, and, what do I think about the fucking Eagles at this point, Kyle? Answer me this. I, I, he's not. He's not here. But I'm, I'm, if he listens to the show, I want to know. Like, are the Eagles for real? Because apparently their opponents are just fucking awful. It's a good question. It's a very good question. I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. Panther, do you want to play the role, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Are the Eagles for real? Are the Eagles for real? Are because I, I feel their competition's actually been pretty good. Like I'm, I'm actually, I, I, I'm calling it as it is. Like I think the Dallas defense is pretty fucking good. I, I'm applauding the Eagles for winning that game yesterday. Uh, I, I, I think their competition has been better than Kyle likes to say, and that probably gives more credence to the fact that the Eagles are a good team. The Eagles are a good team, and on both sides of the ball, the offense consistently puts pressure. You're not shutting out this team. Like you're you're gonna keep them if you keep them in the low twenties, then you've got a chance to win. But this Eagles offense puts pressure. They've got elite wide receivers. The rotation at running back. I mean, they're deep. They got four guys that can run the ball. The offensive line is giving Jalen Hurts time to throw. And even if he has to move, Jalen Hurts is very dangerous on his feet. And then the defense. The defense, I mean, are they top five? Probably not, but I'd say they're top 10. They're pretty good. They put Dallas in a situation. Yes, they benefited from turnovers, but those were, that was Cooper Rush's fault. He, he forced some throws. A couple of those picks were definitely on Cooper Rush. Um, and they built a big 20 nothing lead. And I'll say this for any team. If you can get out to a 20 nothing lead and make a team one-dimensional, which Dallas likes to run, and a 20-0, you're kind of done running the ball at that point. You put uh, somebody behind the eight ball. It was commendable that the Cowboys came back and made that game somewhat competitive. It got to 20-17 to before the Eagles put it away. 
Um, but yes, the answer to the easy answer to the question is the Eagles are for real. They are for real, but they're still not quite Bills level. Come on. Yeah. No, they're, no, they're not no, Bills level. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know uh, if they're Chiefs level, honestly. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out at the DJ rank where we're Philadelphia oh, probably number boy. three. <laughs> let's take a break before we get a fucking 40 minute show here. Uh, let's talk about the book club. Uh, Hey, listen, you know, we had a couple of new book club members join Panther. Do you, do you want, do you want me to help you refresh the memory? Or do you know them? Nope. I got them. Uh, X Neil X 19 X interesting name joined over the weekend. And so did X luck TV. There's something about the X's going on. The X files, two new members. Welcome to the degeneracy guys. So glad you're here. Yeah. So these guys took advantage of the three day trial you can get that for free if you go to thedgens.net and then if you like it it's 25 dollars a month to hang out with us and get some picks uh, get some college football picks uh, get some nascar picks get some nfl picks get you know still doing baseball still got hockey basketball starts tomorrow so it's gonna be heating up with lots of bets flying around and user picks too Hey, listen, some of these guys get on heaters follow them tell them uh you know uh yeah it's funny too in the pre-show we we're talking about how we put our models together and stuff like that. And Nardog had mentioned he's, he's, you know, uh, he doesn't follow or tail someone completely. It's fine. You can kind of mix and match and get a consensus out of some of the DJs who are hot here, or whether it's us or the users, uh, and follow those picks over in the book club. But first, again, thedgens.net to sign up and book it over to the book club. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, Monday Night Football. Yeah, listen, um, I think we should all take a moment to appreciate just how much the NFL scheduling team thought Russell Wilson was going to make the Broncos <laughs> into some kind of fucking juggernaut. Uh, because, because once again, in prime time, we get his weak-ass cooking on display. Last time we saw him was on Thursday night in that limp dick performance against the Colts and a losing effort, I should say. Trust me, I know. Uh, it was one of the worst games of football I had ever watched. And then the Commanders and Bears said, hold my beer. Without Wilson, can we talk about the Seahawks and uh, how they're thriving with Geno Smith? Now, listen, is Geno Smith the quarterback of the future for Seattle? Is he a team that can lead them to the title? No, but it does look like Smith is more comfortable in that Seattle offense than Wilson had been there for years. 
And Smith looks more comfortable in general this season than Wilson has this season. The Russell Wilson in Denver experiment has not worked so far. And unfortunate for them is they got another 235 million or so to fucking continue to pay him over the next few years. As for the Chargers, listen, they, they've won back to back games. They put up over 30 points in each of those games and a win today can lock them with, with a tie in the AFC West with the Chiefs. Justin Herbert's looked much better. You know, he got injured. Uh, he's looked a little bit better the past few weeks. He didn't have to do much last week, honestly, because the running game did all the fucking work running over that Cleveland defense. Um, but for all the shit I give the Broncos, their defense has been pretty damn good this year. So I don't know if the Chargers are going to do what they did to Cleveland last week. I, I do think that the the Denver defense is, is going to be a, a little bit tougher on them. And we know how the Chargers like to charge things up and how divisional games are weird. And it's, it's, it's the main reason that I am leaning the Broncos here. In fact, I should be betting it. My fucking spreadsheet says I should be betting the goddamn Denver fucking Broncos once again. But fucking A, I have been burned too many times by this team this year. I'm not going to do it to myself. I'm not going to do it to the DGENs to bet the fucking Broncos here. But I think they keep this within two, three points. So I think it's going to be a, a, a close one. I'll lean on Denver. You know, pre-show, we were talking about our models, our formulas, and how we arrive. And one of the models that I use is my belief in myself and what I see with the eye test and what I think a line should be. And the Chargers minus four and a half is not the line that I think it should be. I think the Chargers should probably be around six or seven at home against a Bronco team that is offensively completely inefficient. You're right. The Bronco defense is pretty good and they might be able to keep the Chargers, you know, under 30, maybe, maybe down to around 24, but I have not seen anything out of this Broncos offense, even as bad as that Chargers defense that has played and is very capable of playing, that they can take advantage of it. Russ is not cooking. The running game is not there. They don't really have a tight end since Noah Font was traded. And hell, even Jerry Judy was kept in check his last game out. So what is it Courtney, Courtney Sutton and Bust? I don't know, but... I think this game should be worse. I'll just consider this a Vegas gift. I will lay the four and a half and put the ten dollars on the LA Chargers. You mean fifty? Okay, yeah, fifty. I forgot. We're not doing baseball. Hockey. <laughs> a fraction of a fifty dollars. Fraction of a percent. Fifty dollars. All right, uh, there we go. You know, I'm not going to bet this game. I'm leaning the Chargers with you, Sex Panther, but I'm not going to bet this game. Even if I, I kind of want to bet the Chargers, but it's so small. My margins are so small here. I can't quite make it work uh, for value. So divisional games are weird. So it's just a lean for me on the Chargers. You're the only one betting tonight. Yeah, listen, I, you know, uh, Iceberg brought, brought this up, too, is at one point in this week, and I had it on Tuesday at five and a half, and he said that he saw it at six at some point. So uh, that, that line has gotten a little bit better for uh, the, the Chargers here. So, so something seems weird. Something seems off about this one. And, and you Yeah, know, look at that. On Tuesday, I, it was five and a half. Five and a half, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, have, um, I have concerns about, again, L.A. at home, quote unquote. I mean, there's probably going to be more Broncos fans there than than there's going to be Chargers fans, right? I mean, probably. they're probably going to have to go to a hard, you know, like a hard count or you know, a quiet, a quiet yeah. count or something like that because the, the Broncos fans are going to be fucking screaming their heads off in there. It's 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 not going to be a fun 
primetime game for the Chargers, I don't think. I, I know Monday nights tend to be a little bit more higher scoring than the Thursday ones, but Den- that's not Denver's MO. Denver's MO is to fucking grind that game to a boring fucking hole, you know, and um, and keep 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 themselves in it. Um you know, and they they've had so much time off now, right? I mean, uh, Denver has a lot of time to fucking prepare for this one. So, jeez, um, yeah, it it seems off. That's for sure. Yeah, you know what also seems off? Uh, we only have one divisional series in baseball that goes five. The rest are done with. This is it. We only got one more, and that's the Yankees in Cleveland. We all saw that coming, right? Oh yeah, the bubble champs. They've yeah. already moved on, right? They've already they're yeah. winning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've they've moved on to the golf course. <laughs> That's pretty impressive what 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 a quarter billion dollars buys you. It it buys you a manager that still has no idea what to fucking do with pitchers when it matters. Mm. If if I've ever seen a guy uh, that has mismanaged a bullpen or or starting rotation, it's it's fucking Robertson, right? Like he's he's absolutely terrible with pitchers. Uh, it just astounds me. It really just fucking astounds me. But anyway, listen, we got we, one more game in the divisional series before we start the championship series tomorrow with the Padres and the Phillies because we all saw that coming as well. Um, Guardians had the Yankees on the brink of elimination, but Garrett Cole had other plans. Uh, sets things nicely up today, right? I mean, you get going back to the Bronx, uh, Yankees ready to go. They got their fucking star pitcher, James Italian on the mound, who... Um, there's an infinite uh, ERA right now in the playoffs, guys. You can't calculate his ERA because he he got through zero point zero zero innings and gave up two earned runs, and that was in that uh, Friday night loss. He was the pitcher of record in that ten inning loss uh, that that got Cleveland, uh, you know, with that two one lead over the Yankees heading into yesterday uh, yesterday's game. Um, Get a face off against Aaron Savali, who I don't think has pitched in twelve days, Panther. Right? I I I think Savali's been dormant for about twelve days, and I, I think uh, I'm not going to say. Listen, I, I'm not going to say conspiracy theory. I'm not going to say that Major League Baseball is, is pushing for it. Or Major, I'm sure Major League Baseball wants it. I just think we are destined to see Astros and Yankees in in the championship series. Right? I think this has uh, been brewing for many years where where the Yankees feel slighted that the Astros fucking trash banging won a, a World Series. And remember the the Yankees were you know crying about that for a while well here's your chance you get you get the astros once again and i think that's what's going to happen uh, and then the winner of that fucking series is going to be so battered up then the fucking Phillies probably going to win the goddamn championship just because you know uh i love that goddamn bell ringing so fucking much in the book <laughs> you know it just it, it makes my day when when i hear these fucking guys saying ring that bell and i, I think that's going to be part of my penance and 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 part of my fucking punishment for existing so uh, and I, I think the Yankees are going to win today. So that's it. $10 bet on New York. You know, this is the game five deciding game. And for me, this is, I mean, for them, even it's all hands on deck, right? There's going to be an incredibly short lease on Savali or Italian, um, you know, 12 days without pitching does make you kind of like, I'm not a big fan. These guys have a rhythm. They like to get out there every five days. So I, I'm a little cautious with that. And then Talion pitching like shit. The one time he did get out there, he didn't even have a registered ERA. I think both these guys are an incredibly short lease. Uh, so now we look at the starters who are available and the bullpen. And in both situations, believe it or not, I think Cleveland has the advantage here. Garrett Cole just pitched. I don't think 
the Yankees can go to him. Uh, Cortez, maybe, probably. But if Cleveland gets in a pinch, I can see them throwing Shane Bieber here, uh, not to mention their bullpen is incredibly efficient. Uh, the line, you would think, would be even worse, I guess, for New York being at home. But the guard, the Gardenians have done an incredible job of keeping Aaron Judge in check. He hasn't homered against them at all in this series. I think they continue that, and that's been a recipe for success in beating the Yankees. I'm taking that plus line. I'm taking the Gardenians. Nobody wants to see the fucking Yankees, and I don't I think that Houston probably actually does want the Yankees because they own them over the regular season. Uh, so here's hoping Cleveland clinches this and put them on the sidelines with the Dodgers. Give me 50 bucks on Cleveland. Tough. This is tough. I really think the Yankees should have ended this series a lot sooner <laughs> than, than five. I, I think the Yankees are the better team. I think they, they, they just have underperformed in the playoffs so far, which is no surprise. Everybody has. This is this is wild. This playoff this playoff season has just been wild. I'm going to go ahead and put 15 bucks on the Yankees, and hopefully they get up to an early lead, and then I can bet the you know uh, just kind of cruise, just kind of cruise. That's all I want to do is just cruise. Uh, 15 bucks on the Yankees minus 145. Yeah, all those 100 win teams fucking practicing their golf swings right now. Unbelievable. It really yeah. is. Uh, why is the regular season so long? That's <laughs> I, listen, I, I ranted about this in, in, yeah. in the book club, yeah. and, and we're, we're yeah, it's 930, and, yeah. and I, I, I don't want to rant much further, but if you're part of the book club, you can see my fucking rant about the playoffs, and, and yeah, anyway. Uh, what do we got? Hockey. Hockey. Right. I only got one game that I'm betting. Uh, I'm going to take the Colorado Avalanche. I saw the minus 120. They're at Minnesota. Tough game. I get it. Going to play in Minnesota. I think the Avalanche get this one. I have not been doing great with my hockey picks. I took yesterday off. Not not because I wanted to take yesterday off. I just I you know I was running about and I didn't have time to run my hockey numbers. Um, but so yeah, it's it's been a weird hockey season so far. So I'm hopefully hopefully I'll see some things balance out. Um, Good matchup. I think the Avalanche get that. So that's the only game I'm on. Panther, you you got anything for hockey? I got three games. All right. Get your opinion on some of these. Um, on that Colorado, I it just I, I tried Colorado with a minus like 120 giftish line before, and it backfired. So hmm. I just stayed away from this one. It could go either way. Uh, Vancouver at Washington. Washington's coming out of the gate looking red hot. They're not old yet. They are old, but I think it's the second half of the season where that age starts to shine. Uh, so I like Washington at home at minus 135. What do you think? I'm slightly in on Vancouver uh, with, with that plus line. It seems like the implied probability is nudging me in the Vancouver way. But you know, you're right. I mean, it's it's you, there's there's metrics and then there's eye test. And from the eye test, it seems like Washington should win this one. I just, I just don't like that. All right. Next game up, looking at Winnipeg, going to Dallas. I mean, Dallas has only played one team, just at home and away, and they won both those games. But Dallas, as we've noted for the last couple of years since you've roped me into hockey, is really, really good at home, like really good at home. Minus 145, little, uh, a little it's, high. It's, it's, but, it's a little high, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, look, I'm just, a win's a win, so I'm putting 10 bucks on Dallas at home. Listen, I'll echo your statements. I think Dallas wins this one. Mm -hmm. Is the the the, one, the minus one forty just kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone? Um, so so a slight value on Winnipeg, not enough for me to bet them. Uh, I'll lean the Jets there, but D Dallas should win that one. All right, last game up: Carolina at the Kraken. 
don't know. Are you a Kraken fan still? I don't remember. No, Kraken no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm 0-2 on betting the Kraken this year. And I, you know, I went into it saying I think the Kraken are going to be shitty this year. Mm-hmm. And then I bet on them twice and I've been burned twice. So uh, fuck the Kraken. Uh, that's where I am. Fuck the Kraken. I think Carolina on the road still could have been closer to minus 200. I'll consider minus 170 a gift. Um, I know that's more talk that you guys like to eat, but minus I'm one, just trying to get a win. Minus I had 170. Minus 159. Oh, Trap City. Fuck oh. it. Give me, give me the Hurricanes anyway. 10 bucks on Carolina. Yeah, I like the Hurricanes, but that, that line movement kind of just freaked me out a little bit. So maybe, hey, listen, maybe you did get a Vegas gift. Maybe you got some value here, minus 159, Panther, because um, the Kraken suck. I don't know if I said that before. Kraken fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. You said if in the they preseason win, I'm show. If they win, I'm going to be on the fuck the Kraken as well. Yeah, that's right. All right. Any comments to speak of, Max? Uh, yeah, just, re- just real quick. Um, you know, Nardog saying any controversy between Zappy and Whack Mac Jones. We kind of covered that. That's for sure. Uh, Rory saying Eagles may not lose a game to week 16 at Dallas week ass schedule. Now that's getting three thumbs up. It seems a lot of people are, you know, liking that. Uh, Ramon saying next loss could be the Colts. He had the Colts. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Iceberg taking Denver plus four and a half. He did mention, yeah, it was the six at some point this week. Um, uh, average Joe saying he's emotionally hedging. He's taking the Cardinians. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Iceberg taking Boston money line in hockey and then Seattle plus one and a half in, in hockey. So uh, those are the plays. And, and Eggberger joined, but he didn't hear my, uh, my, my, my lovely uh, uh, talking about the Philadelphia Phillies and the, you know, the Cowboys and all that. So he, he missed all that. So, but, but thank you for joining anyway, Eggberger. We appreciate it. That's it. All right. What did we talk about today? We recapped week six in the NFL. Only one game left. And we talked about that one, how we're going to bet it. MLB playoffs and hockey. And holy shit, tomorrow's going to be insane, Max. But that's it. Yeah. NBA. Another sport that I can fucking just suck at as well. <laughs> listen to Panther on that one, guys. Listen to Panther. Uh, you can uh, let us know what you think about our picture picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rank on subscribe. Download and listen to every single episode, especially that hockey episode when I said Seattle Kraken go fuck themselves. Panther, take us home. Give me a pick. Do you really want one? Yeah. Some just you know, it's, it's just the best thing that you can come up with. I bet on two games today. I bet Colorado and I bet the Yankees. So I'll give you the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado Avalanche. Arch, what's your lock of the day? Yankees. Yankees. All right. And um, you know what? I I think Washington. I like Washington Capitals at home. So we'll put them with Colorado and the Bronx Bombers. That's your degenerate parlay of the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it is the book club. It's like max talk time, mostly, 80 90%. It's the book club. And you guys can get in there and shoot the shit with us. You can call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.